This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to Aftershock Central Podcast. This is Ronnie. I'm here. Jack, are you here? Nope, no Jack. How about Martin? Martin, you here? Nope, no Martin either. I'm not going solo. I have fellow podcaster and friend Aaron Bell with me. And Aaron's not here either. Uh, I was going to pretend that I wasn't here and make you feel <laughs> like nobody loves you. No, well, everybody loves me. As you found out last weekend. Sure. You were at the Aftershock table, right? Oh, yeah. That is true. I was there a bunch. And So. Yeah. So, I know how the Aftershock table was at C2E2. Okay. And it was constantly busy and then crazy busy when there were artists or writers there signing. Right. I'm assuming that it was the same way in New York. Um, in New York, anytime I went over to the table, there were at least five or six people also at the table already like looking through the books. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the people seemed like they were getting uh, fresh into Aftershock because there were a bunch of people asking a lot of questions about books, which was kind of cool. Um, I know my friend that comes with me every year, he, mm-hmm. he's been reading black eyed kids. I got him to read, okay. um, but besides that, he wasn't reading anything else. So when he came with me over to the table, I just, every issue that's there, I would just point to a book and give him, you know, like the elevator pitch. Right. And the ones that he, he seemed slightly interested in. I went more in detail <clears throat> and, um, he he picked up the first volume uh, of Animosity, and he's picked up all the issues of the normals now as well. Awesome. I don't think he's read Animosity yet, but he told me he got the first issue of the normals, and um, I, I did my best to not spoil anything <laughs> when I was describing the book to him, because I was like, right. oh my god, it's about... I'm like, wait, no, I can't say anything. Uh, let me just tell you... It's about a family who tries to go home and they realize their home isn't what they thought it was. And he's like, that sounds weird. I go, trust me, it's way better than how I'm describing it to you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I, if I say anything else, I might give something away. So he's like, all right. And he got the first issue, read it, and then got, like, what do they have to do, five? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he then got all the rest of them. <laughs> and he's like, this book is fantastic. I was like, perfect. Now that you're reading that, the guy who writes that also writes Rough Riders, and you should be reading that too. That's right. Yep. So, but yeah, no, it was it was plenty busy that I saw, and by by Sunday afternoon, it looked like they were they were running low on a bunch of things, which was nice to see. Awesome. Yeah. Um, in Chicago, when we went, obviously they had the C two E two World Reader exclusive, and by okay. Saturday they were sold out of that floppy. Oh really? Yeah. So I'm glad we got one when we did. Yeah. It. It. I'm trying to think. The. Um, the exclusives that they had the Fujitsu number one. Uh huh. And uh, 
what dark was it? Dark Ark number one. I, it looked like they still had a couple of them by Sunday. The the Animosity Volume Two. Yes. Um, I don't remember because it was next to the first one, but the piles were definitely very low. I think by yeah. Sunday. Yeah, and that was the other thing. I think Bart, Martin and I, Barton, huh? uh, Martin and I, there was a uh, volume one blank cover of Animosity, which okay. I thought was cool because it was the trade paperback, but the blank cover edition, so you right. can get our artist renditions on it. We bought the last two, and that was early, early Saturday morning. <clears throat> yeah. So, wow, I've yeah. Never, I don't think I've ever seen a trade paperback with... Like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's the first one and only one I'm pretty sure that we've seen that was like that. Huh. But yeah, so you obviously have been into Aftershock for a while now. Yeah, I mean, pretty much since you guys started mentioning that. Things since were... we started telling you about it 300 times a day yeah no i mean <laughs> i i don't remember even what the first book was might have been black eyed kids but i remember you and martin were talking about it and i'm like this sounds interesting and then i found the aftershock genesis issue yes uh-huh so i got that and i read it and i'm like this is really good and then i'm just like you know what i'm just gonna give everything a shot <laughs> why not <sighs> So. Yeah, because I mean, it's not like it's forty titles a month. Yeah, I mean, now know? it's expanded a bit now, but when it first started, there were only like eight books. Right, right. If even which that is, many, which is fine because it's still manageable <laughs> on the pocketbook. I think. Yeah, one one a week, two a week. It's it's way yeah. better than you know going in and being like, well, I'm all in with DC, so yeah. here's my seventeen books that I'm buying this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this past week was a heavy week because there was three books. And that's something that's not usual. Right. You know, like you said, one or two. Yeah. Uh, what has been your favorite book? Hmm. My favorite book. That's a good question. Um, I know. That's why I answered or asked. I I really, really like Shipwreck a lot. Um, I think the art in the book. Mm-hmm is like i mean like the art and the the coloring and everything in that book it just it has such a great feel to it and i mean besides that the story is fantastic right. but that that one is definitely the top of my list i would say um the revisionist i was really liking mm-hmm. um current books i'd probably say the normals might be my favorite of like the newer ones okay but I mean, there, there's so little that I I didn't get into. Right. I mean, I I think I I want to say there's only like three books that I I didn't continue reading after the first issue. I know one. You're probably wrong. Insects. No, I read I read eight of that before I. Okay. Uh, yeah, I kept going with it because I was like, the the art in that book I love. I just couldn't get into the story. But right. I, I kept reading it because of the art. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to... I mean, maybe the story will pick up to... You know, like, maybe it'll grab me better. You know, especially after she was also writing Animosity. Right, like, Animosity's right. so great. Like, maybe insects... You know, I'm just missing the point or something. And that that one never did it for me. Um, I'm trying to think. What was the... 
Um, Second Sight. Okay. I I didn't get into, and um, was there something about Second Sight that didn't you didn't gravitate towards, or honestly, I don't. At this point, I don't remember because I got it when it when it first came, came out. out. Yeah, and yeah, that was like a year and a half ago, I guess. Yeah, that was one of the first batches of <laughs> yeah. books that came out. Yeah. I don't remember. I just remember reading the first issue and thinking to myself, "This is the first book that I'm, that I'm reading from Aftershock that hasn't like really grabbed me in the first issue." Right. Okay. And Fair may, maybe it picked up after that. I I never went back to it after one. Mm-hmm. Same thing with um, Replica was the other one. Really? Yeah. Th- those those two were the two that I'm just like, you know what? I'm reading so much else. I'm just I'm not going to get myself started on something that I'm not super into. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> what about Strayer? Did you like that one? Strayer, I loved. And I tell okay. Justin Jordan every time I see him at a convention <laughs> yeah. that yeah. I need more Strayer. And he says, well, you should have bought more copies. <laughs> I said, I mean, I did my share. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've told him that a time or two. Yeah. Also. And tweeted a lot. So he's probably like, okay, this dude's blocked yeah. or muted one of the two. Is, is there a Strayer collection somewhere? Did I miss that coming out? Because I would definitely buy... The trade a, paper a trade pack? of it, yeah. I don't remember I seeing one. I haven't seen one. Not saying that there isn't, but I don't. I don't believe there is actually. Yeah. There's a couple that doesn't have trades. I don't think. Right, because I mean that one. I guess it's a complete story. Yeah, you know? I mean complete enough that right. it's not you know like major gaping holes that you're like, oh, I need to see what's next. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd like a book I, at some point. And. I, I know with conversations with him at two different cons, I know he had like at least three arcs, yeah, or that's... or three volumes, we'll say, yeah, planned out that it just didn't happen. So, you know, hey, and now know. maybe somewhere it, down the line, it, something pops up and he can do another volume. Yeah, well, now he's coming back to aftershock because uh, the back ways. Oh, right, right. Yeah, so, and I think Strayer was a big hit throughout the Aftershock fan community, so there's a lot of buzz with Justin Jordan coming back, which, I mean, his other books have been spot-on amazing for other publishers. Yeah, and he's also also taking on, like, one of the big DC things, right? Is he? I want to say he was going to be writing... I forget what it is. It, it was something with somebody else, and now I'm I'm blanking on it. Hmm. Because All I right. mean, if that's if that's the case, then there could also be the the fan group that doesn't really know him yet. Right. That yes. could be like, oh, well, yeah. he writes, you know, just say, you know, Batman and the something something. Right. And oh, he writes this book for somebody else. Let me go check that out. So. Right. You know, you, we could see a swell in in Strayer back issue sales. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's done a whole bunch of stuff that's great, like Spread yeah, and uh, Luther Strode. Right, right, right. And then he had a couple, He has a couple of, uh, uh, what was it? He had a new image book come out this week. Oh, Dang it. Um, the something trade, I think. Yeah, family trade. 
Family trade, yeah. Yeah. And then um, Savage Things <clears throat> for Vertigo. Oh, okay. Just wrapped up, so. <clears throat> yeah, so. And everything that I've seen about the backways mm-hmm. sounds fantastic. It's like Harry Potter meets Narnia type thing. Right. Only it could it could be anywhere, I guess. Not right. just like a wardrobe or a special place to get there. I don't know. It, you know, and for a small publisher, mm-hmm. and I know this is the Aftershock Central podcast. I get it. We're supposed to talk Aftershock, but... There for a while, it just seemed like, boom, new title. Boom, new title announcement. Boom, new title announcement. You know, yeah. just over and over again. <clears throat> right? Yeah. Because, you know, we had... and So what did you say was your favorite current book, The Normals? It's either The Normals or Baby Teeth. Okay. Now, did you stop <laughs> by the book, the booth when... Donnie was there. You know what? I saw every time I was over by the booth, it was just after somebody had left or it was like 40 minutes before they were going to be there. And I had to like, I was heading somewhere else. Right. Right. So okay. I, I didn't see anyone this year. He he might've been there on the day that you weren't there also, or at least in the aftershock booth. I know he was there for the whole thing, but yeah, I I want to say I saw that he was going to be there a couple times. Okay, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. What about last week? We had um, Esther or Eleanor and the Egret, right? Yeah. How do you take that book? Um, I don't. That's that's one of the current ones that I'm not reading. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And what? And Sam Keith's art turn you off? It, it it was, to be honest, it was the art and it was the premise. I I just didn't get into the first issue. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. And and I mean you know me I I read so many things yeah. that at this point if if a first issue isn't gonna at least get me excited to read a second issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to kill myself to try and read it. Right. Now, will you go back if there's like a comicsology sale and get it, get the whole trade? Um, yeah, I might now, do that. Now, I'm not saying just that one. I'm saying any that you've missed or don't keep current on. Yeah, I mean, if there's if there's a sale or if or something, or I mm-hmm. mean, um, whatever that app is that you can get the library trades. Hoopla? Yeah, Hoopla. You mm-hmm. know, like if, if there's something that pops up on there, I would uh, I would definitely give things another chance. You know? But yeah. But right now, going back and, and dropping $20, $30 on a series I wasn't that into, I'm probably not going to do. Yeah. Totally understand. Totally get it. Yeah. <clears throat> so what about, you read this week's Baby Teeth, right? Yes, sir. What do you think about that? <laughs> that book is so good. Um, I I like that it it how to say it. Uh, I like that the the cast of I guess it, important characters is expanding. Mm-hmm. 
with um I just forgot the guy's name. Cherrywood? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean obviously now they're going to go somewhere and interact with more people than mm-hmm. her just sitting in the house freaking out. Right. But yeah, I mean that book is it's so weird and so good at the same time. Yeah. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah, and it it's funny cuz I'm not normally like I love horror movies. Mhm. But like horror comics to me, I don't know what it is. They never really get me that I I kind of get more bored because like part of the fun of horror movies is you can get a jump scare, you can get you know something. Right. But when you're reading it in a comic, it never it just doesn't have the same impact for me. Mm-hmm. But like Aftershock has a couple has a couple horror but like that and Black Eyed Kids mm-hmm. and um I don't remember if there's another one. No, I think it was just those two. But yeah, but well, there's a couple. I mean, if you want to, that's darker. Say, like, right. um, oh, uh, Unholy Grail, Unholy kinda. Grail, and Dark Ark. It's kind of like that too. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about Dark Ark. That's that's a good one too. Yeah. But yeah, but like the aftershock horror books, like I really dig. See here, here's my thing on Baby Teeth. Okay. That I think I like so much, and Donnie gets full credit for it, obviously. Okay. And another thing that like aftershock management does so well is fit artists that goes with the story. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. But everything that's happened in Baby Teeth makes sense. Or, I'm not saying it makes sense, like, in a real world, but... um, In the universe of the story? Right, yes. Like, nothing just happens happenstance-wise, right? Right. Um, Like, they think that the... What's her name? The, The assassin lady? Okay. They let her go. Well, in the video message that she's sending to Clark... It says, well, they're still assholes and they still come for us anyways. Because she doesn't know that Purple Raccoon ate her right. or whatever. So tying those two things up like that visually and then with her telling us what her side of the story at the same time, it just made sense without yeah. having to – I think it only happened in like three or four panels – where it didn't have to take up two or three pages. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's when when I first started reading the book, I got a little nervous because it's sort of told the story's told sort of in the way of um like saga. Okay. Where it's you know, I mean saga's told by the daughter's point of view. Right. Yeah. But and this is, you know, I guess the mother. But Yeah. You know, but it's the same thing with the oh, you know, here have you ever had this kind of thing happen? Here's what happened. And then it goes to the story. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, throughout the story, she'll narrate, you know, give a little interjection into what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I really, like, I enjoy Saga a lot, and I don't want to read a book that just kind of does the same thing. But it, it does it really well, and it's not, it doesn't feel like I'm reading the same thing, if that makes sense. Right. You know, like, I, I really like how they how she tells the story and how it goes back and forth between 
you know, her telling, like you were saying, her telling what was happening, and then you also seeing, you know, that the girl that, you know, gets yeah. killed and everything else. Right. You know, oh, her father, her father was a real piece of garbage, but, you know, whatever, but, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, and see, and, and like each character makes an impact, no matter how big or small it is. Right. Like, like the, like uh, with Cherrywood showing up, right? Mm-hmm. He's talking and and saying, "Man, is it the wolf? Is that what they call her, the assassin?" Anyway, like um, you know, he's telling each thing that's broke because she got hit by the car by Heather hit her with a car. Yeah, and then like he keeps going into the story. And as she's narrating the story, she's like, yeah, he's just talking, blah, blah, blah. Nobody gives a damn, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yep. You know, and it, it'd be the same thing that we do. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, like the, the characters in it feel like people, not characters. Right. It feels like almost a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like your other favorite book like the normals feels like a, a tv show oh, book is so good yeah yeah like I, when when the the twist happened in the first issue mm-hmm. i was like oh my god that is that is so perfect you know because like i i avoid any any solicits or any spoiler stuff and review if i can right <clears throat> so i don't know if that was spoiled at all beforehand um Yes and no. Like, um, Adam wasn't at C2E2. Okay. But he came in for the Aftershock panel. Okay. To talk about it and to promote it because it hadn't came out yet. And so it was like crunch time down to, say, two, three weeks maybe. Okay. And I don't know if, like, sales weren't what they wanted them to be or whatever, but he was like, okay, here it is. This is what... The synopsis says, and this is how it goes, you know, and like Martin and I talked and I think Nick even like afterwards, it was like, there's no, and this has happened on a couple of number one issues of different books is like where we read the synopsis and then we actually read the book and it's totally different. And it's totally different than what the hell we th- thought it was going to be. Right. And that is one without Adam telling us, you know, <laughs> pretty much. He didn't really go into detail. Right. Uh, but that twist was revealed to us that was in the panel. Uh, so, okay. Um, yeah, because I, I then, don't remember if I saw like an article come out after the panel, like after the mm-hmm. convention saying this is what's coming up. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, like I'm I'm glad it didn't get ruined for me because you you know, sometimes when you're reading it, you're reading a book and you just get that ah ha 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 cool kind of yeah. react. Yeah. That was exactly how I felt at the end of that issue. Yeah, exactly. And I mean I knew it was coming, but seeing it unfold was still awesome. Yeah. Because so many things get spoiled nowadays. Everything unfortunately everything gets spoiled nowadays. Yeah, so Having one close to the 
to the vest, you know. Yeah. It's like that's awesome. So let's see. What else came out this week? Alters. Alters, yes. Yeah, that's another really good one. Um I I don't know I can't tell if the art looked different to me. I mean I know it's the same artist. I don't know I didn't go back and look and see if it was like a different colorist or anything. But yeah, the, I'm not sure something about that. something about the, the feel of this issue looked different than the rest had. But it could also be that it's just been a little while since an issue came out. Mm-hmm. No, um, yeah, because Layla Lee's is still yeah doing the art. I, which I believe she inked it herself, but it's just a different colorist. Yes, maybe. Yeah, could be. But yeah, what do you? What's your overall take on that book? Um, I like it a lot. I. I mean, you know me, I'm a big superhero kind of fan. And right. it's, you know, it's basically the good and the bad heroes. But I I like the, I guess the whole, the overall story where it's, you know, there's the one guy who's hunting them down. And, yeah. you know, there's the other, the other people who are trying to find them and save them. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, I mean, it's the same thing I kind of always liked with um, with Harbinger from okay. from Valiant, where right. you have, you know, the the rebellion, you know, mm-hmm. the re- the renegades, I guess, mm-hmm. um, trying to find the people before they're found by, you know, the big conglomeration. Right. So I, I mean, the story itself is in my wheelhouse. Um, I think that the characters. In the story, I mean, it's one of the few books that it's one of the few books I read that like sort of takes on social issues in like a not stupid way or in your face. Well, I mean, this one's in your face, but well, it is to a certain degree, though. Yeah, I mean, but it it doesn't. it, it yeah, I guess it doesn't go out of its way to be like, hey, look what we're doing, you know, look at right. this, look at what we put into this book, right? You know, like I I don't know if you read in this issue after after the last page there was like a a letter from um from Paul Jenkins, yeah, Paul Jenkins, I couldn't think of who wrote it, talking <laughs> about you know how he's spoken to a lot of homeless people and you know like the Uh the mother with the kids like this is a reality and you know like where do you ever have in a comic book about super powered people you know a a woman struggling struggling to pay her bills you know she can't get a job they get evicted and they're living in a car and it's you know it's obviously a cycle that keeps happening because the kid the older son doesn't want to do it anymore Uh you know it's like i mean real it's real. Life. Yeah. 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 Yep. Agreed. And, and and I think I think it was Jack that said it best. Surprisingly. Haha. <laughs> um the or maybe it was Martin, I don't know. But this feels more like Claremont X Men with the characterization. Like everybody 
no matter what, obviously the lady's going to be a big part in the story going forward, right? I would with her that. powers and her family. Um, and by the co- by the cover of number eight that goes on sale in December, well, the oldest boy looks like he's getting ready to get kidnapped. Right. But um, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can. I myself, fortunately, have never been homeless. Yeah. Right. But I can sympathize. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, sometimes you'll read a story where, you know, like it'll focus on. Yeah, I mean, not focus on, but it'll have you know, like a homeless person or something, mm-hmm. and it'll go out of its way to like beat that into you. Uh-huh. You know, in this issue, it it made her instead of every time you see her thinking, "Oh yeah, she's the homeless person." You know, uh-huh. she whatever. You get it because the son is upset. You know, I don't want to sleep in the car and she's right. saying, "Listen, remember, if anyone if I'm not here, if I have to go somewhere and someone come don't get out of the car, don't whatever, you know, we'll we'll sleep in the, you know, under the lights, we'll do this, uh-huh. you know, all that stuff. You know, you sit and you're reading it and you're like, man, I really, you know, like I, I 100% feel for and empathize with her. Yeah. And like, and like we, we said when we first started talking about this is a, uh, a real world type book, but it's like it's a book of stereotypes where you don't realize they're being stereotyped. Does that make You know what I mean? Uh, maybe stereotypes not the right word right what's the word i'm looking for then uh, i don't know you know like i know i know what you mean to say it like a generalizations yeah yes yeah cuz like um um chalice's brother right right he's paraplegic mhm and you know the family felt the weight and then of having the paraplegic son at the first couple of issues. Right. But then they also felt guilty for th- having that weight also. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, and then, of course, you know, you have Chalice herself that's trans, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> Which, you know, is a popular issue. Well, I don't know if popular is the right <laughs> word either, but... It's a current you know, issue. A current issue. There you go. Yes. <laughs> And then, of course, you have um, the people of color, and it's just not like with them, but her friend also that, you know, she accidentally hurts yeah, or gets hurt. So, and and reading it, you don't even think about the current issues or current hoopla that's going around, right, Mm -hmm. or going on. You know, you you get lost in the story, which is awesome. Yeah, that that's the thing. You get lost in the story. You get lost in the characters, mm. and and like I said, you you empathize with them, but you know it doesn't it doesn't beat you with it. Mm-hmm. I guess. Right. You know they're they're just written as as people, not as like caricatures. Right. Yeah. And and. and like you said with that after page you know that's all Paul Jenkins right there yeah 
And so taking pride in his work and, you know, I've le- I've read a lot of stuff that he's done. Okay. And I don't know if anything else has, like, hit me and resonated with me like this does. To, I'm going to be honest. I can't think off the top of my head of other stuff that he's written. Really? Like, I mean, I mean, I know I, I know he's done a ton of things, and I just can't think of any. But I'm, I'm sure I've read some of it. You know, because I know when he was announced as writing this book, I was like, "Oh, that's great! He's writing this book." Yeah, right. Not, well, not oh, who is that guy? Uh, let's see. Well, I don't. There, he wrote uh, Batman: The Dark Knight. Something. I'm trying to hurry up and get there because it's great podcasting. <laughs> uh, Legends of the Dark Knight. He wrote. Um, what? What else? Like not not necessarily creator owned, but what else? Like not big <sighs> stuff. Did he do? Uh, he wrote a nine issue limited series, Spawn the Undead. I probably I dropped Wolverine Origin, which I I know you didn't right read. Is that yeah? That's newer stuff. Well, it's early 2000. Yeah. Well, when I say newer, I mean it's not like 80s, 90s yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, replica. Oh yeah. Ironically. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff from Marvel. Say, uh, teen, uh, oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He did like Hellblazer and stuff, right? Yep, he did Hellblazer. Okay. You know, just different things, but like, like for me, I know him from Wolverine Origin, right? And then also Replica, which were great stories to me because I I enjoyed Replica for what it was. I mean, it wasn't awesome, right? By no means, but it, it wasn't terrible. But like this one. Yeah, it just, it, you know, it is what it is. It's like as as soon as I read issue one, I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, you know. And you and I both know a different publisher that, um, what's the word I'm going to look for? MBPC about had pushed a character that didn't really need to be pushed. Okay. Because of um, her body's size and whatever. Like, and so, like, when this was first announced and it was the first transgender character and everything, I was like, oh, come on. Uh, is Aftershock doing the same thing that the other publisher was is doing? Right. You know what I mean? And I was fearful, and then this was like just to- totally blew me out of the water. Yeah, no, it's true. Like you said, when because all of the the publishing, not the publishing, all the the promotion, yeah, for marketing this was, yeah. oh, it's the first you know transgender character. It's like, right. well, I mean, is it is it going to be done well, or is it going to be done for the sake of doing it? Right, right. But it's, I mean, it's written really well. Like, you don't even, I would say 90% of the book, you don't even think about it. You know, yeah. like, each, yeah. it, there's like, you know, a, a little line here or there, maybe. Right. 
right. where she'll say something, but you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. But, yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. Unholy Grail. I know it's not done by... Are you reading that? Um, yeah, I am, surprisingly. Okay. Because and- I'm not... I'm not a huge Cullen Bunn fan. Yeah. But that one I'm enjoying. Yep, so I was just curious about whether you were reading that one or not. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm not I'm not a, a big fan of his. Like I don't seek out things that he writes mm-hmm. to get. But mm-hmm. um I I will I'll give an aftershock book a shot. Right. And I mean there's what, like two or three of those out so far? Three maybe? Three, yeah. yeah. That so far, I mean, the the story has been interesting, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and writing wise, I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. So, my my normal opinion is out the window with this one. All right, and then um, you and I read The Walking Dead, and then and thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. What about Penance? Um, Penance or Pestilence? Or pestilence, I mean. Sorry. Okay, I was like, "Am I missing a book?" I know pestilence. No, I, I'm looking at my laptop screen, and it says penance on it. So, oh. Oh, okay. Um, no, it's another one I'm enjoying. That yeah, it, it's a different enough take on the story mm-hmm. that it doesn't feel like I'm reading just another zombie book, right? So, and it has that alt history type feel to it. Yeah. Which, yeah. speaking of the new um, Paul Allor book called uh, Monstro Machena, right? Okay. Is that how you pronounce it? Me- Mechanica? Me- Mechanica. There you go. Monstro Mechanica. Have you seen anything uh, on that? I, I've seen... I want to say it's a cover. It's like colonial, like a, a man and a woman with a robot behind him. Yep. Or something. But that's sure. that's the only, the only thing I've seen or read of it. I remember I scrolled by the image. Yep. It is Leonardo da Vinci and like steampunkish world with huh. his inventions and stuff. So that looks pretty cool too. Yeah. I'm not like a steampunk fan, but that sounds, you know, I mean, I'll try it. You say that. But you love Rough Riders, right? See, but Rough Riders isn't really steampunk. But it has steampunk in it. Uh, like a tiny little bit. Come on. There's a lot of steampunk in that book. No. Not at all. Like, okay. With one the, character. Who? With with Roosevelt. No. Edison, too. No. When, yes, because when... Uh, because the machine that he built. Oh yeah. All and right. then fine with two yeah. characters. But still, it has the steampunk feel no. to it. Yeah. Not at all. It's aliens. It's not steampunk. <laughs> all right, <laughs> Martin. So, and also like Fujitsu, right? We only got yeah. one issue of that. That book. that's your that's your jam, right? You know, it's funny. When when it was announced and everyone was talking about it, I, I did see like a blurb or whatever, and I thought to myself, this is going to be the dumbest book 
I, like I am gonna hate the hell out of this book. And I read the first issue. Like I I'm holding it in my hands, looking at it, and I'm like, I'm not going to like this. And I started reading it, and I was like, I really like this book. <laughs> Completely. That like you know, speaking of the description, did not fit the book. Yes. It to me, what I read did not. What I read before I read the issue about mm-hmm. the book made it seem completely different than what it was. Right. And I was 100% disinterested. But I was like, well, it's an Aftershock number one, so I'll try it. Mm-hmm. And, man, I'm glad I did. <laughs> and what about um, Brilliant Trash? Are you going to try that? By Tom by Tim Seeley? Oh, yeah. that's That's the Life Spanners one? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, because I I like Tim Seeley, and Life Spanners sounded really awesome, and I'm sad that it didn't happen for various reasons, but I'm glad it's sort of happening in a retooled way. Yeah. So. Yeah. And he, he did Revival and Grayson, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was just just double checking uh, see if my memory served correctly or not yeah he's also super nice yeah yeah and I was hoping that we got um, because I just saw that Amanda Connor and Jim Palmiotti yeah they're leaving Harley Quinn yes so I was hoping that maybe that means that there's time and room for Super Zero Volume 2 see I, I liked Super Zero a lot. It was probably my... I would say it might be my favorite of like the first wave of Aftershock books. Mm. Because, I mean, <laughs> it's it's a girl who loves superheroes so much. Yeah. She's trying to give herself superpowers by giving herself a superhero origin. <laughs> so she keeps trying to like fall off things or like hiring someone to murder her parents and you're just like what is wrong with this girl <laughs> you know everything and i love how the guy that she hires to kill her parents turns out to be like the nicest guy and he's just like now living in a tent in their backyard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um yeah like i i really wanted more and i was talking to him last year at comic-con when the um the trade for that came out and mm-hmm. i was asking you know is there going to be more or is this it? And he basically, the story as it was relayed to me was, it was really a story of her getting superpowers. You know, it wasn't so much, what is she going to do when she becomes a a superhero? It was always, she wants superpowers and let's see what she goes through. You know, and when, when she landed back on earth with superpowers, that's sort of the end of the story. Right. So, I mean, in, in that respect, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with them not doing more because mm. they, they finished their story. Right. But at the same time, man, I would love, you know, <laughs> I, I hope that they have an idea for at least a second volume. Right. Yeah. You know. Because it, it's one of those just super fun reads. Yeah. And, like, I'm not normally into, like, stupid comedy Slapstick. Comics style yeah. yeah but this you know because like i mean i i cannot stand harley quinn 
right. that that book kills me and <laughs> and like with with them on this book that was like a big oof i don't know about this one but man oh man is it good you know all like right. all, all of the characters in the book are great mm-hmm. so yeah like hopefully hopefully we'll get something else all right or or at least another book by them i don't even care if it's yeah yeah you know. yeah Yep, good point. And what about the infamous book? Dreaming Eagles? Well, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I really like that book. I really like that book, too. But it's Garth Ennis doing war, so... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that was kind of a... I know Martin was really um, dreading going into that book and then couldn't stop saying great stuff about it. Right. No, I was talking about the infamous book that you and Lisa were holding as you had to take a picture and send to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. And rub it in my face that you were at a con and I was working. Yeah. World Reader. World Reader's good. I didn't realize that it was ending. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know if that happened after the fact. Like if it was supposed to be more ongoing, and and it ended, but I remember <laughs> as I'm reading the sixth issue, mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute, why does it seem like they're wrapping everything up? And then you get to the end, and you're like, oh, because they just ended the book, right? But that that book, I I think I've said it to you before, that book needs to win some serious awards for the coloring. And everything, yes. because yeah. that is one of the best-looking books. It's I Wando. Think. Yeah, Wando is artist, colorist, and I mean, pretty much everything on that book. But but the thing is, like some of the, like he also did American Monster, right? Yeah, and I want to say he's doing something else for them too. Yes, he's going to be doing oh, uh, Dark Ark. Yeah, he's yeah. doing Dark Ark. But it's like his. But he's not doing everything though. Oh, is he just drawing that one? Uh, which one? Dark Ark. Um, Dark Ark. He is just drawing that one. Yes. Oh, okay. You know, be- and and it's funny because his style is so different in <laughs> in each of the books that you know, like it doesn't. You can tell that it's him drawing it, but I mean, there are some artists that will use the same face or facial expression and everything right you know it doesn't matter what the book is that you look and you're like oh well that's the same character here and then in this series and then in this series even though they're different people right i mean everybody in like it's totally different feels in each of the the things that i've seen him draw Mm -hmm. and i mean the color stuff when they're on the other planets and it's like all the like the amazing I mean, Bright I even greens. Know how, yeah, I don't even know how to describe colors. it. But it's like so vibrant. Yeah, yeah. That it really like jumps off the page at you. See, and like we were talking about with the normals and the aha moment. Mm-hmm. This. When you got to issue four, I think it was. Right. And the yeah, twist the happened. Right. Yeah. And you're like, oh man, I totally didn't see that coming. Oh yeah, not at all. So, yeah. yeah. I don't, 
yeah. Uh, and there's tons of stuff coming out. There's, you know, I don't know. It's just, and I love how you can call them volumes. You can call them seasons, whatever, like with Rough Riders, right? Rough right. Riders is going to start its third season. Did they, uh, did they announce a subtitle? Uh, they did. Adam tweeted it out, and it's only three words, which I commented on because writers, Rough Riders in the Riders Storm the or storm. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we gave him crap about it. I was a little upset that Jim Morrison doesn't show up. <laughs> but you never know. Yeah. It's, not the, it's not the time period, right? Yeah, but I mean, come on. You're going to name it Riders on the Storm? Yeah, that's true. But there is the old song about it. But anyway, uh, yeah, it, I, I, I like a part of me, like Insects and Black Eyed Kids are the highest numbering books, right? Yeah. Yeah, because ev- everything else seems to be like Short, minis or something. Yeah, like maxis and then starting another season or volume. Right. And I'm okay with that, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything's I mean, well, packaged nice and neat. And, you know, if it needs six issues, then they then they give them six issues. If it's eight or five, like what uh, Super Zero was. Yeah. No, Super Zero was six, wasn't it? Okay, six. Yeah, you're right. It was six. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, animosity's starting to get up there in the numbers, too. But, um, yeah, I mean, like you said, if as long as they're going to give me a story that feels like it has a beginning, a middle, and an end, uh-huh. I, I'm more than okay with them not, you know, I mean, it's kind of like what, what Valiant and, and what other smaller publishers are doing, uh-huh. where they're shifting more towards, you know, let's put out, you know, like a four-issue mini or a six issue, you know, so that we can do it and we can have a trade for it. And if the numbers are great, we'll do another one. Right. You know, like with, what was it? Like, I guess Dr. Mirage, they did a second Dr. Mirage. You know, Mm -hmm. it's the same thing. Rough Riders, then they had Rough Riders 2. Now they're going to do Rough Riders 3. Mm -hmm. You know, like as, as long as you're going to give me stories Mm -hmm. that, that make me want to keep reading them. Right. I'm good with it. Yeah. You know, like, there are a few books that, I mean, they just sort of went away without really resolving anything. And I, I'm hoping eventually there's some sort of resolution. Right. But, I mean, I don't know. Are we going to see another issue of American Monster? <laughs> uh, I think it's... <laughs> let me see. I, yeah, it, I don't know. Let's see. We got... It went to five... Uh, issue five says that it's on sale this month. Huh. And then six says that it's, well, I don't, uh, no, never mind. I don't know. Cause this, cause the Aftershock page has it different. Oh, okay. Because it says that six came out in May, which it did. Right. Uh, and, and Ameri- there was a delay American- between five and six. Yeah, and then um, volume one of the trade comes out in November. Oh, okay, so I guess maybe there well, will be more. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 
Huh. I don't think that's right either because I, th- I thought the trade was already out. I I don't remember seeing it at the Comic Con table. Okay. But yeah, I mean, there's still great books coming out, and then there's that's see, and that's the thing that I think other publishers can take note of that Aftershock's doing correctly. Um, they are doing the smaller volumes, right? Yeah. But they still have a lot of the core is still going on, I would say, right? Yeah. Now, of the first batch, Insects and Black Eyed Kids are the only of the first wave. Right. Because um, Jackpot and uh, Second Sight. And Captain Kid. Captain Kid. Right. Well, well, that that was my other thing. Is like Captain Kid, it's not that it, it was bad. It, I just don't think it was as good as the other books that came out or that was coming out with it. Well, that's – yeah, that that seems to be what is going on. Like I, I – even the books that I don't really like, mm-hmm. I talk to people and they really like them. Yeah. So it's like, you know, the a lot of it could be that the quality of the other stuff mm-hmm. is just like really high mm-hmm. that – you know, if there's a couple that don't really hit you, it, it's not necessarily that it's a bad book. Like, there, there are companies that'll put out a book and you'll be like, you know what? That book is garbage. <laughs> like, right. I, I just yeah. can't even bother with this one. Mm-hmm. None of the Aftershock books do that. It's just like the story doesn't hit me. But then I talk to you and you're like, oh man, I really enjoy this book. Right. You know, I, I think most of you guys seem to like Second Sight a lot. I really did. <clears throat> and just, and I remember talking to all of you and I'm like, you know, man, this book, I don't know what it is, but this book I can't get into. And all and everyone's like, you're insane. This book is so good. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know. You know? So like, I, I don't think that there has been an Aftershock book that I've talked to, you know, like our group of friends right. that, that there is a consensus on, we don't like this book. Yeah. You know, yeah. that yeah. it, some, there's never a unanimous. Book, yeah. Something in each book has appealed to at least a couple of us. Right. So. Yep. I totally agree. And that's like, and that's great too, because th- there's something there for everybody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, like blood blister even. I, I don't know if you like that one or not, but. um, Did that. Did that stop coming out? It it's on hiatus, hiatus at the moment. Yeah. How many came out of that? Like two or so? Uh, I don't even remember. There three comes out sometime this month. Oh, okay. And four is solicited for November. Okay. So but that was one that I think got off like it had the good uh, premise, but then you know, like the wrestling analogy, right? Like um, it has potential, but it kept getting hurt and setbacks. Right. Right. You know. Yeah, because what the first issue came out in like January, February, and then the second issue didn't come out until like almost the spring or summer. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, because that. Yeah, that's true. And you yeah. know, I mean, with with comics like that, it really hurts. You know, I mean, it's not. It's not like, 
you know, oh, here's a Captain America story. And the first, you know, there's a, a gap, but people still know Captain America. So right. they don't care yeah. that you're waiting five months to get another. Right. You know, like if you're trying to establish a book, having a, a four month wait and then another four or five month wait between issues can really hurt it. Right. And, and I, I don't think it was anything. I think it was out of Joe and Aftershock's power, along with Phil, because um, Hester, Phil Hester, was writing is writing yeah, it. Yeah, right. Who the so, Tony, Tony Harris, Harris is the artist. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it was just one of those things where it kept hitting roadblocks for one reason or another. Right. Not to go into details or anything like that, because I don't really have any. Yeah, and I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember the book so great. Yeah, you know, like I when yeah. when three does come out, uh-huh. I I will that that'll be a book that I will probably have to go back and read one and two again. Right. You know, like there are some things that you know maybe it'll skip you know a month and you'll get it in seven weeks instead of four weeks. Mm-hmm. But you'll still remember. Oh yeah, that's right. This is exactly where it picked up, mm-hmm. and this is where it left off from. Right. I, I can't <laughs> for the life of me. And I'm, I'm like racking my brain now, and I cannot remember the first two issues of the series. Uh, yeah. Uh, I know what I remember, but I can't tell you specifics like I can with books that have come out regularly. If that right. makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, um, anything else that you want to hit on before we wrap it up? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, maybe, Dark Ark? Um, not Dark Ark, Animosity? Yes. I know you guys, I think you were joking when you told me to ask Marguerite how many Animosity books she was going to write. That wasn't me, but yes. Whoever it was that asked me that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did ask her, and she said that it's just going to be the two. Um, that, you know, it originally, what was the second one? Evolution? The second one was... No, ri- uh, no. The Rise. The Rise. Yeah. But then, then it transcends into Evolution. It, into, yeah, and yeah. basically it was supposed to be the one shot, and apparently it did really well. Uh-huh. And she liked the characters. So she was doing, I guess it's sort of like The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. Okay. How it's what's happening in two places kind of at the same time. Uh-huh. And she said eventually the the East Coast and the West Coast will meet up. Oh. And For a, ga- for a gang rival war? Yes, that's exactly what's going to happen. Okay. Um, <laughs> the... Yeah, all of the, the animals in the animosity proper will be dressed in blue. <laughs> and all the animals in evolution will be wearing red. <laughs> um, but I asked when they did meet up, would it be one of those, it just becomes one book or would you still tell the same story from both sides? And, and she said, um, as of now, like she doesn't want, want that to happen for a while. Okay. So she's like, it's not like it's something that's going to happen in you know five months. She, she's saying, way right. down the line and when it gets there she said then then she'll make up her mind like she wouldn't mind doing you know still the two books right so well that's cool yeah yeah because i i enjoy the world of that series a lot i do i um, do and it's nice 
you know, it's nice getting the second book because you get more every month. See, and going back, that's, again, that's another book that I read the synopsis to, and then I got issue one, and it was like a gut punch of, like, <laughs> what was going on, you know? It it definitely took a darker turn than I was expecting, based, yeah. based off of the descriptions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crap you know? went bananas Yeah, it was quickly. like, oh, the animals, animals become sentient, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. a girl and her dog are wandering around. You're like, oh, that sounds like a cool premise. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. you get into the thing, and six pages in, you have just panel after panel of animals eating people and like attacking things and just like what (laughs) what is this this isn't a A dog panda bears shooting each other yeah yeah Yeah. i'm trying to think there was one like really gruesome panel was it the lab rats eating the people yeah i was like my well it it was the rats eating the exterminator yeah yeah that's what it was yeah (laughs) kill us you bastard yeah, it was just like, wow, that turned, <laughs> this took a dark turn fast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm i just excited to where everything's at. And it seems like each new book announcement is is good. You know what I'm saying? And, like, each one is a new idea. Yeah. Clearly, because it's a new book. But, um... Like I, w- I was right there with you with Fujitsu, right? I was like, I don't know how yeah. this is gonna be. And then I read it, and I was like, Hey, this is like Archer from yeah, yeah, Archer and Armstrong. But yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yep. Um, Mail me my books. I did. I sent you the tracking number and everything. <laughs> I know. Just um, kidding. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, with with Aftershock, I as much as like delays, you know, or or books sort of disappearing, kind of stinks. Uh huh. The the thing that I don't mind as much is they're still they're still putting out so much quality that you know I don't for a smaller publisher. I mean, I don't know like the whole financial side of stuff. But for, you know, a smaller publisher to put out eight series a month, you know, and have them, you know, all be high quality, mm-hmm. I would much rather see that than, you know, them really trying to push out some of the other stuff that got delayed or that, you know, that they're working on so yeah. that it goes up to, you know, like 12 or 13 issues a month. Well, see, so, I think that's what uh, the point I was trying to make also when we got sidetracked or derailed was like when Rough Riders first started and you had Animosity first starting, right? And right. then in and they blew up, but you still had Black Eyed Kids and Insects was like the stable books, right? Yeah. Well then they tried um Captain Kid, right? Yeah. Or they tried something else. And, you know, you can't go up to the plate and hit a home run every time. Right. Unless you're playing RBI baseball, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, and and that's the cool thing, like with Eleanor and the Egret, right? Right. It's not a book for you, but I enjoy it just because it's a crazy, silly caper, right? Like Benny, like Benny Hill style, yeah. To me, 
with Sam Keith doing art, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, like insects wise. Um, I didn't like it at first. Um, I went back and looked at it and, you know, it's not that bad. It's not definitely not my favorite, but I don't think it's the bottom of the list either. But like you said, that there's the quality of it, right? Yeah. And when you have that quality, like with animosity or rough riders or normals, that's hitting on all cylinders, you can branch out with a new book out of the norm here or there. And it's not take a overall effect. And it also helps that not everything's in a shared universe either. So, right. You know, because like when Aftershock first started, wasn't there talk that it was all like a shared universe? Yeah, that was the the rumor going around. And then like with Aftershock Genesis, Genesis coming out on free comic book day or whatever, that spurred the rumor as well. Right. But it is not. There might be. And I'm glad. Yeah. Because, I mean, like a couple of the books you could maybe see. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, say, um, with the back, the back ways now with Justin Jordan, right? Mm -hmm. If he wanted to make it somehow linked to Strayer or vice versa, you know what I'm saying? That would be his priority to, or prerogative. Yes. Thank you, Bobby Brown. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, to do right. But it doesn't have to affect all other seven books that are coming out that month. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like I mean, I'm I'm a sucker for a good crossover, mm-hmm. but I mean, you don't have to have it <laughs> by any means, right? And this cuts down on, I mean, we're already getting at least our group of friends get the majority, if not all, of aftershock books anyway. Yeah, it would be like you know Marvel or DC running an event with tie-ins. You know what I mean? How? Are we sick of those? So I kind of just like where Animosity has this one and then Evolution. Right. And then, you know, I don't have to read Alters right away if I can't get to it before I read Baby Teeth. Exactly. Or, you know, whatever. So. Yeah, because like you said, I mean, how many many times has there been like a big (laughs) event somewhere? You're just like, oh my goodness, I have to read these 17 books (laughs) so that I, so that I get you know, half of the story. Yeah. And then you're like, damn it. I read one out of order. Cause I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there, there was something Marvel did a couple of years ago where I was reading guardians of the galaxy, but I wasn't reading. I think, I don't remember what X-Men book, but like I'm reading it and all of a sudden there's like a bunch of random X-Men in the book. And I'm like, how mm-hmm. did that happen? And then, like, I'd read the next issue, and I'm like, I can't even follow this story. And then, I, <laughs> and then I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, because it's crossing over with the X Men that I wasn't aware of, and I don't read. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was when Kitty Kitty Pride and yeah, Peter the, the Dayton, Black right? Mirror or something. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. I, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad that there's nothing like that from Aftershock. Yeah, where you know, all of a sudden, I'm reading an issue of Animosity. And you have, you know, like Chalice show up. Yeah. And you're just like, what, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I would 
be texting Joe a lot more than what I do. I mean, like, what the hell? I didn't know I was supposed to read this issue before I read that one. But See, yeah. And that's that's the other thing. Sometimes I like, you know, I'll let a series build up a couple issues before I read it. Mm-hmm. And then you start reading and you're like, oh, I got to go back. And now I have to read, you know, four issues of, you know, of Captain Kid <laughs> before I can move on to reading, you know, this next issue of whatever. Right. Yeah. Yep, totally agree. So, well, you want to wrap this episode up, sir? Sure thing. All right. Uh, this has been an Aaron Bell's greatest hits of Aftershock. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am on the Twitter machine at Rombar316. Martin is at Geekvine. Jack Sutherland is at Jack Sutherland. The show is at Aftershock Pod. And Aaron, is you are Aaron S. Bell. And uh, what? And you and I both do. Yeah, this absolute, is kind of like kind of like a bonus episode of the Absolute DC podcast. <laughs> yeah, where, where we don't have to, where we don't talk about DC at all. Yeah, <laughs> for our patrons. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. So thanks for listening. Uh, if you guys got any questions or whatever, you can always tweet us and let us know. And Joe likes salsa to salsa dance. So I was, <laughs> uh, that was the other thing I was going to bring up. I'm, I'm disappointed that he wasn't in New York so you can salsa dance with him, Aaron, but <laughs> it's all right. Yep. Uh, check y'all later.